0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 7 Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. Today, I've got another 8-Figure Entrepreneur on the podcast. Absolutely amazing conversation. And we talked a lot about the CEO-COO relationship. So uh, what, how did he know he was ready to hire a COO? He went out after the 8-Figure event and put out an ad and just went to work looking for one. And they're interviewing right now. Um And he wasn't sure if his company was ready for that or he was ready for that. So we talk a lot about that and some other takeaways and ahas from Benjamin Morgan. He was on the podcast recently. If you were at Flip Hacking Live uh, this past year, you saw him speak there. Absolutely amazing investor from the Maryland and Pennsylvania area. So uh, stick around, hang out with me, and we'll go to our show about some of the takeaways from the Eight Figure Entrepreneur event with Benjamin Morgan. is our playbook what is up everybody i am back with another eight-figure entrepreneur today i've been having such fun interviewing them and talking about the event and what they got out of it everybody's got something a little bit different so i want to bring another one on the show today talk about um kind of what he got from the event there in Nevada and, and what we can share with you guys. So, and so many of you have reached out saying, do more of these, do more of these, do more of these. So here you go. Um, I've got a good friend on the podcast and somebody I've worked with for the past couple of years. We actually spent some time in the last eight-figure group that we had in Africa. It was like one of the most amazing trips of my life and uh, got to experience this with him again uh, in Boulder City, Nevada. So uh, we got Benjamin Morgan on the podcast. How are you doing today, my friend?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having
0: me. Thanks for being here. Uh, the last podcast that we did was, it wasn't was too long ago. We were talking about your business, what you're doing, um, and today we're going to talk a little bit about um, this event and what the expectations for this eight-figure entrepreneur group were for you, and then kind of the trickle-down effect is what I've been calling it uh, effectively for them, is they get to have a couple takeaways from that event, that they can use inside their business or inside their personal lives. And seeing different perspectives from different people I think has been valuable. I know it's been valuable for me. I've even picked up a few things that other people heard that I didn't hear uh, throughout the event through their lens. Um, and so if you can just take, they can go back and listen to the show. We'll put in the show notes, um, the previous show that we did together, so they can hear more about your business and what you're doing. Um, but if you can just take like a minute or two to just say, you know, who you are and, and where you're investing and what you do
1: sure um like you said my name is benjamin morgan i'm in the maryland area Uh, we flip houses Uh, we are in the maryland and pa area so we've been doing business for about seven years uh, in those areas and we're looking to expand
0: okay um and a little known fact from everybody is we went to high school in the same county so um, pretty cool. I've, uh, I've enjoyed, my family and I go out to uh, Ocean City, Maryland every summer and you usually come down every year to say hi just for like a day, sometimes stay the night. It's been really fun kind of getting to know you and spending some time like off the clock you know uh, with you on a regular basis. And uh, if there's anybody else out there from Howard County uh, make sure you reach out to us or screenshot this with a picture of you next to us. We'll have this Howard County crew um, uh, inside of our community at 7 Figure Flipping, it's pretty cool. Um, I actually have a call today from a guy that I grew up with who uh, wants to find out more about what I do, talking about uh, money, opportunities, stuff like that. So you never know who you're going to find. So, um, Alright, so let's talk about this, this group. What, um, what drove you to it and what did you expect kind of coming into this event?
1: Um, honestly, it, it was the next step for me. Uh, I did not know what to expect going out to Nevada, you know, I, I talked to Bill Wild, Wilder over the phone, you know, and he was giving us or giving me, you know, so asking me certain questions about uh, my mindset, what, what's going on in my life. Um, he told me about the cold baths and cold showers. So he didn't give me too much information, but he gave me a little bit of information. So I was a little nervous. I'm not so big on cold water um so in order to prepare uh for the unknown i started taking cold showers and it it actually it, it is uh refreshing and i didn't know what or why i was doing it i did a little research as i started to do it uh but then when when i got there it was eye opening and and, and life changing for me
0: hmm so life changing let's dive into that okay so you got there before we dive into the life changing a part of the event. What what was it like to show up at that house? What did you think about that place?
1: It, it's funny because I got in from or at the airport, I got an Uber and I, I told the Uber uh, driver where I wanted to go. And she's like, are you, sh- are you sure? It's 20 minutes, 30 minutes away. Or it's outside of the strip. And she was like, okay. Um, yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is the address that I want to go to. So we started driving, and she started telling me stories about she had been there for over 20 years, and slowly but surely she's she's moving away from uh, Vegas and, and further out. So she started telling me about scorpions, and, and you can see scorpions, and, and they glow in the dark, which I, I didn't even know scorpions glow in the dark. So again, I didn't know what to expect. So we got to, we got to the mansion, and it It was on the top of the hill, um, you couldn't really see the full effect of the place until you got down the driveway, and then it just opened up and I was just in awe because I didn't know how big this place was going to be, um, and it was just an amazing place and
0: yeah, pretty wild like uh i I watched a lot of videos of it, uh, I tried to <clears throat> figure out what it was going to look like in my head, and then when I got there, it was like. Never-ending sprawl of houses and pools and rock formations and trinkets and pretty st- stuff like that. It's pretty wild. Um, we'll have to share like a couple more photos. We shared the photo of Heather on her her podcast. Her photos from the voodoo room. So we talked about that a little bit. It's a pretty wild place. Um, so let's talk about day one. Uh, Bill Wilder came in. You talked about him a little bit. Uh, what was day one like for you? Uh,
1: day one. <laughs> was interesting because I keep to myself a lot, right? Uh, I, I'm outgoing, but I also keep to myself. So, but day one was revealing and opening up to Bill and the group and, and just seeing what what's holding, we were trying to figure out what's holding us back, you know, what what things in our head, and that's the key word, in our head that are holding us back. Um, so after we started talking and, and looking into Uh, the items or things that we have in our head that are holding us back, we started diving deeper into that. And that was mind blowing because some of the things that I didn't even know were there that was holding me back or that were stopping me from moving forward kind of presented themselves. And I didn't even know that that was in my head, but subconsciously it it was. So that that helped me a lot.
0: So what advice would you give to somebody out there who's, like, who might not know that, like you said, you didn't even know that some things were holding me back. Like, do you think that that would have come out any other way than the way that we did it uh, together, like, as a group or something like that? Like, what's the advice you would give to somebody who who may be holding back from what they're truly capable of doing?
1: I think if someone has dreams, nothing's ever too big. Uh, Keep, continue to work hard and continue to, to... Focus on the things that you want. And don't let those limiting beliefs stop you because that's only a mind game. That's only it's your, what, what do they say? Your, your mind is your biggest uh, enemy. So okay. you continue to work hard and to think positive and anything's possible.
0: So what are, like in there, you were able to unlock some things and pull some things out due to probably the experience that you had. Uh, while you were there, other people talking. Some, um, I, I don't know. Is there was there something that you that you saw that kind of showed this to you, that wouldn't have otherwise um, surfaced some of these things uh, during this this day and this work?
1: I think, I think with mistakes, you make a lot of mistakes, right? But you got to make sure that you, you learn from the mistakes. And I think some of the things that have held me back are the things that I've made a mistake with, and I don't want to make them again, but I'm cautious, but learning through and seeing the things that I made a mistake with and and putting that in the past because I was living in the past, and that was my belief where some of the things that I want to do, I know I can do now. Five million dollars, I mean, that seems like a big goal, but I can achieve that.
0: Mm. And... And what do you think unlocked that? Was it the fact that other people were talking in those big kind of numbers? Or was it something inside of you that happened?
1: I think it was a little bit of both. I think being around the people, uh, the awesome awesome guys and girls that were, were with us, and seeing that I'm not alone, uh, some of the things that are, are going through my head go through other people's heads. And, and the limiting beliefs or the things that saying, oh, I shouldn't belong here, or I can't do this, or, Um, that's too much. I I don't deserve that. Some people think the same way, uh, and when you get past that, the sky's the limit.
0: Mm. That's awesome. So I I would say for anybody out there that's that's listening, I would encourage you to uh, get around some other folks that are thinking as big, if not bigger than you. And that way, a lot—that's that, like the first step in that belief. And then maybe something does get unlocked. Maybe it's an event, or maybe it's a, a conference, or maybe it's something like that that you can go to to see the possibilities and what's actually holding you back. And that, this first day was about that. It was really about the fact that we have all the resources that we need. It's really the stuff that's inside of us. It's the—it's the leader that's holding the back the organization and the, and the growth and the plan. And it, it's inside of all of them. And. Something I, I didn't really like share with all of you guys up front was, I want to take you on this Hero's Journey concept. I want to go through it and I want to show you that you have everything that you need. As, as, as hard as that is for somebody who's running a group, it's like I really don't have the, the key for you, but I'll facilitate this event and I'll put you through a process that I hope, um, I hope delivers th- and, and you find that thing that's holding you back through the process. Um, and It's really just like holding up a mirror all the time. So if anybody's listening, like, it's, it's really hard to do. We talked with some of the other folks. It's hard to do on your own um, because, just because you can't see it. You really can't see it A- until you're ready to see it, if that makes sense. like You have to go through some stuff. You have to be uh, around some other people. You have, to, um, you have to understand what's possible. And then you might start seeing it, becoming more aware of things. I t- was talking to the team the other day. And I'm going to tell you guys on the podcast, I, I created this word for the year, and I've done it every year. And this year I I decided to to call mine Focus, but immediately afterwards it has become awareness. Like awareness is my word for the year in 2022. So I'm putting my my stake in the ground, it's awareness. Like I am acutely aware of what I say, what's going through my head, what I'm doing, how I'm showing up, all of those things so I can start working on it. And this is the first year that I feel like I can actually be aware of some very higher level actions and activities and, and brain function of mine, of things that I'm saying to myself, and I can catch myself like, mid-speech on it and stop and just and redirect it so um is that the whole first day what else did you uh what what about the what about the ice bath what did you think about that
1: (laughs) the the ice bath the first the first time i i I got in or was about to go in it it wasn't scary but it was nerve-wracking right because it's what was it 39 degrees 42 degrees that's cold Yeah, it was like,
0: it was like 40, it was like 48,
1: 49, it was like 49. Yeah, it it was cold. So um, Bill said, after the fact, uh, you know, a lot of us were shivering, right? And that's naturally our body getting rid of, you know, the things that we needed to get rid of. And you're cold, right? Because it's all in your head. Uh, And then going through the day, which the second time, third time we were in there, we didn't know we were going in there three times. We didn't know it. we were going in there four times, but it's funny because we got in there the third, fourth time and you're not shivering so much because we did those breathing exercises. We did those mind exercises that, you know, when, when you're thinking that it's not going to bother you, we got it. We just went straight forth into that, uh, ice bath and it did not seem as cold, but it was actually colder than it was right. than it, than it was the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, I thought everybody did an amazing job. I was expecting people to say no or jump back out or do all kinds of stuff. So um, it, it, was, it was really cool to watch that and experience it. Uh, you said something about it being in your head. Um, you've really got to get out of your head. We talked about this a lot. Get out of your head and get into your heart. Like really make the decisions from your heart and not your head. Um, if you get in your head, you're dead. Tony Robbins says that all the time. So, I think, really thinking about that. Um, I, I actually just had a call with uh, one of our members, Beth, um, and really kind of working through some things, and I could just see she was in her head a ton trying to make those decisions from, from a, uh, a... not from a powerful position. And so, really just say, like, hey, just reset. Like, just assume that everything's even. Like, you're, you're, she's, like, really stacking some problems instead of ta- stacking all the wins. Inside and really come and get out of your head and get into your heart and know what you're capable of and what's possible and then you'll make great decisions. You'll see the vision. You'll you'll go the right direction. So I think that's what uh, day one was a lot about is getting out of your head and, yeah. and figuring out what what are the things that are in there right and, and becoming aware of those.
1: Yeah, a lot of times uh, what I've seen and what I've gone through uh, when when I'm in my head so much and it actually happens, or I just move forward, and I I go through it, it's not as bad as as you made it out to be, and then I just laugh at myself, because it's not as bad, so for people listening, you know, when you're in your head, you know, get through it, and and continue to move forward, and you'll do good.
0: Yep, love it. So, day two, we had a ton of, like, uh, emotional drain from day one. We kind of took it easy on day two. We talked a little bit about belief systems and um, and like global beliefs, and then some more local belief challenges. And then day three, we kind of like did um, CEO, COO conversation, as well as marketing. And a lot of that was done in the pool. So yeah. um, which we had, <laughs> that was nice, yeah, for sure. And uh, so what did you think about kind of the belief uh, change exercise, uh, some of that stuff, any takeaways from that?
1: Well, for me, the belief was, am I this small company that needs a COO? And my belief was, no, I don't need, I don't need a, a COO. I'm a small company. But when I step back and I look at, at what I'm doing in business, I'm not as small as I, I think I am. I'm a medium-sized company. Um, and I do need a CEO. I, I do need someone to take take my ideas that I have and bring them all together. Like I, have. so that was something that was an aha moment for me, uh, where I, yeah, I, I can grow this company to to be a a big company in the Maryland MPA area. Well, you know the interesting thing that that I find is a lot of
0: people will look at even just the director of operations, a operations officer, a chief operating officer, like all these different terms that you can, you can call it. Um, a lot of times we look at them and say, I'll, you know, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And I, I should just be doing a lot of that stuff. What am I gonna do? And so inside of that, if you're starting to think about that, the, the thing that the, and, and if you look at the EOS concept, the visionary and integrator, you can look at CEO, COO relationship. Um, it's really a puzzle piece that it's supposed to create like a giant explosion in the business, right? They can bring in a lot of things and they're, they're strong where you're weak and you're strong where they're they're weak. Uh, so we just brought one in for Seven Figure Flipping. He's been here, I, I wanna say like a couple months, but it's been, I think it's been like nine now, eight or nine. Um, time really does fly. Like I, I just, I have no concept of time. I think entrepreneurs have no idea if it's been a day or if it's been a year. And um, he's come in and his, like his execution and his ideas and like brass tacks, like this is how we can get there. Like my idea to his execution and, and, and planning is exactly what can, can grow a company significantly. And, and the, the, the thing is the opportunity cost that is lost when they're not there is so massive that you're really hamstringing yourself. And this could go for any hire that you have to make, but you, you wonder like, am I ready? And I will tell you, when you're thinking that, you are way past being ready. But because, right. I, and it's just, it's, it's so, that, that is the, the hire that have gotten right, it will grow a company uh, tenfold, for sure. Because it frees you up to do the things that you should be doing, that you're really great at, that you're the best in the world at, and stop you from doing the things. And, and it gives you the capacity to think and strategize and come up with new ideas and new strategic partnerships that will grow a company. And that's usually what is lost when we're, when we're just task, task oriented and just checking things off, is we don't have the freedom and the capacity to actually take the time to, to think and come up with new ideas and plans. I've taken a Thursday off ever since like January 2021, and it's allowed me to free my mind and get a ton of clarity on the direction that we need to go, and so many new ideas have come from that day alone. So. So what did you do when you got back for the COO thing?
1: Uh, I got to work. <laughs> I, um, I, I started looking on where I needed to post and put together my, what I'm looking for, uh, my goals, um, put that on paper. And then I, I got on WiseHire. I put my uh, information on for what we're looking as a company. And we, started, we just put it up last, last week. Uh, We just started interviewing this week, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, All right, so that's
0: action, everybody. You go home from the event, you write a job ad, and you put it up online. Like, that was, it was just like that. So um, was that that easy?
1: Yes, it was a lot easier than I thought. I had to think about, you know, the the plan and what I needed and what I wanted in, in a COO, but after that, WiseHire took, took it over. Um, and then we just started receiving applications.
0: So what was the hard part in all of that? Was it is it accepting the fact that you, you are a big enough company and actually need one of those?
1: Yes. And <laughs> yeah, that, I, I think that's probably the biggest part, that I, I do need him. I do need him or her uh, to come in to, to facilitate that position and help me move to the next level.
0: Hmm. What do you think was holding you back in all that? Like, um, like, what was the thing that was? What was it?
1: For me, I, do I really need? Do I really want someone to do the things that I am used to doing? Right. Mm-hmm. So, is it? They all. Some of my my uh, people and my guys and girls. They always say, "Let me do it." So it's time for me to step back. It's time for me to take that extra step and and give the reins over. I was just talking to my um, bookkeeper slash CPA, and she's taking over more roles on the financial side, Um, and I'm starting to notice that. I said, it's time for me to start to step back and give you some more control, and she was like, okay. Okay.
0: So, what I'm hearing is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I have less um, uh, input or less um, value to bring to the company if this person comes in and then it's like they're doing the things that I'm doing. Is that right?
1: That's what I, yes, that is right, because I, I don't want to not have anything to do. You know what i mean and, and but at the same time i want to start working on the business and not in it
0: yeah so i feel this exact same way i was like oh my gosh i can't i ha- i can do all i can do this and that i can do that we we don't need to pay somebody else to come in um, they're going to take away like some of my control some of the things that i i get to do the problems that i'm supposed to solve that i really like to solve and then um am i what is my value to the company like uh that's it that, that was it for me I, I think same thing i've done it before but when i when i hired nate i moved on to work over in seven figure flipping and now when i we hired blaze in seven figure flipping i stayed over here working full time but it allows me to it, it allows me to do what i really want to do like not what I think I'm the best at, but what I love to do and I probably am the best at. Like I love, I want to write more books. I want to uh, do the podcast like this. I want to run this RIA and speak from stage and be able to focus on that and create presentations and, and build out Flip Hacking Live even better than it's ever been. And, you know, go to other masterminds and try to figure out what, what else is going on. What can I learn there? What can I bring back to this, this group? How can we try new new adventures? How can we launch new ideas, products, things like that? Like all the stuff that I love to do. Um, it's freeing me up to allow me to do that and get excited about it and have that passion back, which is really cool. So um, I love that. Like I, uh, I'm so glad that you found that there. So what about day, what about day four? Day four, we had uh, Dr. Shannon uh, come in in the morning and talk about some of the brain work that we discussed. What did you think about that?
1: Well, I, I think that was just the next piece of the puzzle, right, it's step, the stepping stone. Because with Dr. Sharon, Shannon, um, what and how she was explaining it made sense at that time. So if she would have presented it a little bit better or a little bit before, like day one, I don't think the the impact in my head would have hit as hard as it did because I was open and I had freed myself and I was ready to move forward and not have anything holding me back, if that makes mm. sense. So the yeah. way that she was describing things... And the way that she was saying that we need to implement, and she says, "What? Well, it's not 21 days to, to make things work. It's actually 60, 67 days, right?" So, with that being said, it just made it made more sense to me, uh, and I was able to take that all in and apply it. I've been doing it ever since.
0: Awesome. And obviously, you've taken all these things and just like executed on them and taken action from them, which is really, really cool to see. Like a, a lot of times I'll leave an event like this and I'll like slowly do a couple things. but when I saw your job ad come out, I was like, yes, that's it. And I saw you know, to hear you say this. So I'm, yes, you're taking action and doing it. Some people are like, well, I still have to like write down my vision and, and start reading it and things like that. So and I agree, I think I think her setup was perfect. like when she came in, when she, um, when she did her um, her presentation and everything like that, we were just so ready for it right then. The actual like tactical items of how we can implement some of the stuff we've been talking about all week. Um, and then I had a little surprise for you after lunch. What did you, guys, you think about that one?
1: I, I didn't even know it was, uh, well, okay. So the steps were to my right. So this tall, huge guy walks down Chauncey. You would think it's Damon's Bodyguard, but it's actually what is his his manager or whatever. So he walks down, and this is after we started. We were watching, you know, an intro video of Damon John, and then he walks down, and and I'm like, no. And then here comes Damon, and everybody just started screaming, and that was just unbelievable. He's such a nice guy uh, down to earth, and just to hear his story and what he went through, uh, it it, it kind of made me understand you know he's a he's a human he's just a normal person and what he can do i can do what i can do everyone out there can do so it, it just it pulled it all together for me uh and made me realize that you know everything that i dreamed about i can make happen you just make make it work and it's all about putting it in your head that you already have accomplished it and your mind will take care of the rest
0: was there anything specific that stood out from his presentation, like that he talked about, that hit you hard?
1: Where he came from, um, how he was just hustling every single day and work, working hard. I think that hit that hit me as well because I've done a lot in different scenarios as far as I've always been in sales. You know, I've had my ups and downs, but I've always showed up. And I've always worked my butt off to make it work. And I could, with, with him, with what he did, I understood where he come, came from because I did the same thing. And if, I, if he can do it, I can do it. Does mm. that makes sense?
0: Yeah. Do you, think, do you think that's important? Like um, a lot of people talk about how, you don't need any time, any money. You can wholesale a ton of houses. You can get into real estate. You don't actually have to do anything. Like, uh, you talk about, you know, working hard when he was getting going. Like, his stories were wild about, you know, staying up all night and having his friends over the house and sewing machines all over, sleeping in sleeping bags to trying to build this out and and create something. Um, What do you think, like, is that necessary? Like, the working really hard, hustling, like, the hustle and grind type stuff? Like, What, what do you say to that with, when people are just like, well, if I just work hard, then I'll be successful?
1: Well, I, I think, yes, working hard is, is you, you got to work hard, but you can also work smart. I, I think some of the things that he did and what we can do now, we can go twice as far uh, now just with just technology, right? So um, everybody has to realize that you're going to make mistakes, but you got to learn from them. And you gotta grow from them, and if you know that, then you just keep working at it, and what you what you want to happen will happen.
0: Yeah, I I agree. The thing that I took from it was a lot of that. Like, if it took him you know that long to build that business and get to where he was, I mean that was from like the eighties till now. You know, 80, 90, like early nineties, I think, is when he kind of started uh, growing quite a bit, but it was interesting to see his timeline and and us look and see how we can compress that timeline so for me it was like like you said it could happen five times as fast now than than he did and so to see that and just like you said great guy totally open um, uh, really just kind of amazing to see a down-to-earth person there uh, doing all the stuff that he's doing was really cool for me to see and then also him talking about some of his mentors and how they really collapsed time frames and accelerated some of his success even lately. Um, he mentioned Jay Abraham, um, who's a, a huge like, marketer and just absolute genius. And I was talking about that and some of the things that he wished that he did differently um, when I asked about that. So that was eye-opening for me of uh, he tried to go it alone is one of his big takeaways that I took of, and, and how he was like, we didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't in a group like this. He talked about our group and the 16 people there. And he's like, man, I, I wish that I wasn't so hard-headed and I did more of, more of this. So that, that was really cool for me to hear um, him say. So um, what
1: well, it also it blew my mind, too, is, this, is the, when we went through the questions and just started asking him questions uh, and his ritual, what he did in his daily activities to, to keep him, uh, his mind, right, and his positivity, He said the same thing Dr. Sharon was saying. He reads what his goals are every morning um, and at night. He writes his goals down. So that kind of uh, showed us, you know, what Dr. Sharon was talking about, you know, people do and, and it works. So that was kind of amazing.
0: Yeah, it all kind of stacked on itself, uh, it, it, almost like unintentionally, but it's just like you put the right people in that place, they're going to say uh, very similar things. You come to our event at Flip Packing Live, you're going to hear uh, each speaker is going to s- be singing a very similar tune. Like success leaves clues, right? You, you know successful people, when you hear their rituals, you hear what they do, it leaves clues. It shows you the path, like all you have to do is walk in their footprints. They're right there, you can see the footprints, like they've laid them out for you. And if they're willing to share them, like a lot of these folks are, all you gotta do is step in those, those same spots. That's yeah. pretty wild. Um, it was awesome. Okay, so what is the plan now? So you left that event, where's your company going? Is it um, next step that all focuses towards hiring that COO and onboarding them and getting them going?
1: Yes, so getting the, the COO, uh, implementing that with him or her. I also hired a marketing, uh, one staff, so she is kind of starting my whole Facebook page and a lot of my marketing over. Um, refiguring, I have four different companies that I, I have, a lending company, a construction company, my flipping and wholesaling, so we're going to bring all those together because uh, my, my goal uh, down the road is to help investors either new or out of state to have them come in and have a deal for them, and, and start from beginning to end and be able to help them.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That sounds exciting. Um, what's, your, what's, what's, what's it gonna be this year? What's your goal for this year? End of the year, what are you happy with?
1: What am I happy with? Well, we already. Said, it's funny because I was talking to my office manager and she said that um, at the end of the year, we made our goal for $5 million. And she said after I came back, she's like, I don't even know if we're, we're way past where we thought we would be so far. Um, and it's only February. And she just said that, what, a week ago? So, um, yeah, our, our goal right now is $5 million. $5 million.
0: All right. This is exciting. Um, man, I'm pumped for you. I'm, uh, I'm so happy to hear some of your takeaways. And... Um, And it's interesting for you, it was very much a path to uh, COO, which I haven't heard from anybody else yet. And hearing that from day one, that we are a big enough company, having that belief, then we talked about CEO COO relationships, hiring them, bringing them on, all that stuff on day three. And even day two, that belief change of, yeah, we are a big enough company. And then day three, the CEO COO, and then having Damon and Dr. Shannon come in and basically say, you know, I am a big like it was all affirmation for four days for you once the awareness and um, and you saw it in the beginning and without that kind of aha and breakthrough who knows what you would have heard the next three days so really interesting to hear that so for anybody out there who's who's looking for a, a COO or your first hire or your next hire um, it really is about just understanding that they're going to help you they're going to come in and they, they need, when they come in they need to grow the company by more and their salary and, and the, the, the things that they take off your list to do. Uh, that's really the key and, and showing them a path. And then you can't just plug somebody in and let them run. You've got to be a part of it too. So it is definitely going to slow you down to allow you to run faster. Um, I'm giving a presentation on hiring next week in Mexico at, at Russell's Mastermind. I'm really excited about that. So this this interview was really helpful for me to hear. Um, it's probably going to have me go back and tweak a couple things So those folks need to hear that same thing. So um, how can people find out more about you if they want to... Uh, maybe they're in your area and they want—they want—they're a new investor and they want to figure out how um, they can work with somebody like you.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, my Facebook or social media is we—we we, we buy homes in Maryland. So that's on Facebook and Instagram.
0: Okay, we buy homes in Maryland. All right, is that the best way for them to find you?
1: Uh, yes, it is.
0: Okay, cool. Um, all right, my friend. Uh, it's been awesome. I, uh, well, hey, w- one last thing. I'm, I'm, I'm about to kind of um, just invite them to, to Altitude and say, hey, fill out an application. I have no idea where you are, if you're brand new or you're all the way up to potentially doing multiple million dollars a year. Um, we have something for you. But what would you say to somebody who's kind of like on the fence, say, like, you know, I'd rather just do it on my own. I'd like to just learn myself. Like, what advice would you give to those people?
1: I would say, you want to surround your, your, yourself with like-minded individuals, people that are doing the same thing, because the troubles that you have gone through or will go through, some of us might have already been going through or are going through right now. So why not surround yourself with other people that are doing the same thing? Um, and the sky's the limit, so never give up. I love it. All right,
0: you heard him. Um, I know all the 16 people that were there um, could not have gone through this transformational experience on their own or even just one-on-one with me. The fact that we had uh, an amazing tribe, everybody was the perfect fit, this group came together exactly the way that it should have. Um, we had 16 amazing entrepreneurs in the room that created a space to allow for all this to happen. Without them, if one of them said no or two different people were in there and two different people were, were out of there, and it would have been a totally different dynamic. And so uh, you make that so special um, you, Ben, and then everybody that's listening, when you come into a group, you change the dynamic of the group. And it's really important that we continue to uh, foster new relationships, bring new people in and change their lives so they can change more. It's like a family tree that we're building here. So um, if, if you think that it might be right for you, or even if you're unsure, uh, but you just want to learn more information, go to 7figurealtitude.com, so the number 7figurealtitude.com. Fill out an application. You could be brand new and never done a deal. It's okay. Fill out an application there. It's the best place to start. Our team will reach out to you. And it's not a high-pressure sale. It's just a conversation. It's like, hey, where are you at? Where do you want to be? And then there might be free resources that we have. There might be uh, a low-end paid uh, resource, maybe the book, or our seven-figure academy. Or it might be we can invite you into altitude. You have the experience. We know where you want to go. You would be the perfect fit come in and, and join us, and it's an invite. It's an extending an invite, and for uh, us to say that you're right for us, and then you to say, yeah, this is the right place for me. So it's got to be a win-win. We'd love to have you. Um, we have an event coming up in April in Cancun. It's going to be amazing, absolutely amazing. And uh, we have a mission trip before that that I think 80 of us are going on. It's crazy. I cannot wait to go. Um, that's going to be absolutely incredible, and I can't wait to, to hang out with you uh, down there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, thank you so much for being here with me. I really appreciate it. And uh, any last, save rounds, last, last things you want to say?
1: No, thanks for having me. I always enjoy being on.
0: All right. Go to 7 jump in. We'd love to see you down in Cancun at any of our other events um, or just in our world at the RIA meetings, all the different things that we're doing. But the best place to start, go to 7 and I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Bye.